Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends. Welcome back to Hachzeik, our daily limit of Sashar. We have today number 89 in our limit as we are going to wrap up chapter 18, getting the introduction of the Midah of Hasidus today, and we will begin chapter 19 as well, just the very beginning, which is where the Ramchal will begin breaking down um, further the elements of Hasidus. We finished up yesterday discussing the mushal of what true love is between uh, parent and child, between husband and wife, and how that love will generate a desire to go above and beyond, and not just to do what's explicitly asked of us, of the other party, but even to infer from that which is not being said and go above and beyond to do whatever we can to meet the needs that aren't even being said of that other party, and make sure that we bring them that chasurah and satisfy them. And today, we're going to start off with the nimshal, obviously taking that to our application here, which is our relationship with Hashem. Vine. So this phenomenon of love resulting in going above and beyond and doing even that which is not asked explicitly of us occurs to one who has a love for the Creator as well. A true, sincere love. Because the love between man and God is also fits within this category of someone that loves a beloved to another beloved. Similarly to a parent-child, husband-wife, etc. Good friend. To this person who loves Hashem, the mitzvos that are are revealed and are widely known, those are just, you know, what's being explicit about what Hashem's true desire is of us, right? There's action, and then that Hashem wants us to do Torah mitzvos, right? But then, like, what, what's behind it? Why does Hashem want us to do these different things? What's What's the reasoning behind it? Essentially, what's the inner intent, let's say, from Hashem? Could be, I hope we can figure that out. And once we know that, then we know that we can go above and beyond and do exactly what He wants, even what He's not saying explicitly. Recognize to what Hashem explicitly says, what is it that Hashem really wants from us? What's Hashem leading towards? What's the point He's trying to make with, with this mitzvah specifically? Then this person that really loves Hashem is not going to say, oh, it's enough for me to do exactly what is explicitly stated by Hashem. Or just, you know, check the box, absolve myself on the minimum requirement of what's, what, what, what's asked of me in, in mitzvahs, according to, you know, the letter of the law. But he'll say the opposite. What will it say? Since I've already realized and discovered and see that Hashem's desire, what will satisfy Him, is, is, is leaning towards, towards this specific type of thing. So what I want to do is to use that information to expand, to expand that and, and understand and go even beyond what He's explicitly saying, trying to meet and satisfy His, his needs in that which He's, he's showing His... Uh, his desire is leaning towards. We'll give some examples. And to expand upon what we do, however we possibly can, to act in a way that we see Hashem um, desires. We see, okay, Hashem wants us to, uh, he sees, Hashem is saying, keep it right? So, so, so what does that mean? That means to, to, to respect our parents, okay? So there's letter of the law, so there's, you know, standing up for them, there's, Giving them, giving them a uh, you know a glass of water, um, but but what does that mean? That means Hashem wants us to to respect our parents, right? Hashem wants us to develop a true, genuine respect uh, and care for our parents. It's not just about checking the box and doing what we need to do. It's about going above and beyond. Someone that does this, someone that expands upon any area that they could possibly go above and beyond to Hashem. There's someone that's called someone that's bringing real satisfaction, true satisfaction too. 
Um, just as a personal example of this. So, so when I first got married, my, um, I mentioned to my mother-in-law that I really liked Arizona green tea. I don't really drink it that much anymore, but back in the day when we first got married, I really, I enjoyed drinking that drink a lot. So I mentioned it like once. So that's me explicitly saying like, oh, I like green tea. I think we were go, go, going there for Shabbos. I asked, oh, maybe you can give me some green tea. Or we were there one night and I mentioned that I like it. So she got it for me for that Shabbos. But it wasn't that she got it for me for that Shabbos. For the, for the foreseeable future, every time I was at their house, they always had bottles of green tea in the fridge waiting for me to make sure that I had what I, what I was looking for. So as a silly example, something that I, all I asked for was that one Shabbos, you know, maybe we could have some green tea. Um, but that's, that's, that's where love takes you. It goes above and beyond. We see, therefore, okay, so what's the general idea of what Hasidus is? Expanding our fulfillment of whatever mitzvah Hashem gives us in all ways that are appropriate, in all ways that, that, that can be applied. So, on all levels, where to whatever extent we can go above and beyond and show Hashem that we all we want is to really bring satisfaction, not just check the box, that's, that's Hasidus, that's going above and beyond. I like that example of of uh, of kibbutz of aim, and and like I mentioned before, the mitzvah of, uh, the mitzvah of kibbutz of aim. So it's not just about doing the thing for the parent, right? Checking the box, standing up for them, um, you know, not uh, calling them by their name, right? The, the letter of the law, but it's beyond that. It's it's okay. What's going on inside? I, I wanna I wanna actually develop a respect and love uh, for for a parent, and and do it out of true respect, not just because Hashem oh, told me to do it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check the box. So we mentioned this in, in chapter 13 when we're talking about precious abstinence, how they're very similar, the idea of chassidus and precious. So we see that they're from a similar category, but as the Ramchal does to break things down very technically, he's saying precious is when it comes to lavin, when it comes to that which we are avoiding, and we're going above and beyond to avoid even, you know, overindulgence, let's say. Well, chassidus is by basin, by the, the positive commandments, by the active Yiddishkeit that we that we practice. Shneim in an echad, but they're both the same idea. Shuvel Osif al Maforish, Mashenuchal Lodon Lefia Mitzvah, a Maforishes sheyenachas Tzurach Lefanu Misparach. Meaning what? The essence of both is to add beyond what Hashem says explicitly to us anything that we can, based on what Hashem said outright, assuming that it will be nachas Tzurach Hashem. Right. So anything we 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 hear what Hashem says, we peel away the layers. Okay, what does He really want here? What's the nature of this request? What's the nature of this mitzvah? Okay, I, I, I see. Okay, I'm going to go above and beyond that. I'm going to do whatever I can to, um, to go above and beyond. This is the definition of authentic chassidus. And then in the next chapter, we will begin discussing the primary components of what chassidus is. So in summation, chapter 18. People generally do not invest enough time and effort into the study of chassidus. This lends to the emergence of a distorted picture of Hasidus, where outlandish actions that are foreign to Hasidus can predominate, and where secondary components are overemphasized. True Hasidus, which requires a foundation of deep wisdom, is defined by a desire born of love to bring satisfaction to Hashem, a desire to do more than simply adhere to the explicit commandments. Similar to the drive that exists in, exists in any loving relationship, it means to discern in the mitzvos what it is that Hashem really wants from us and to strive to fulfill this as well. This is the general concept of Hasidus. More specific guidelines will follow in the next chapter. And now, to end off today's lesson, we're going to begin chapter 19. Breaking down the elements of Hasidus. There are three primary elements of Hasidus, of true um, true Hasidus, that, again, which, to keep it simple, Hasidus means bringing 
doing whatever we can to bring the most possible satisfaction to Hashem. That's what it is. One is considered the actual act that you are doing. The second is how you carry out that act. In what way are you, what are you investing in the, in the action? Right? Because you can do something, but the way you do it, it plays a major role into the impact of the action. And third is your internal world. What is the intent? What's going on in your mind when you, when you are doing the action? So now that I'm going to break down all these things. First, when it comes to the Maisa, it's that, that's actually broken down further into two different categories. Meaning what? One is actions between man and God. And the second concerned Hasidus being, being a Hasid when it comes to our actions between man and our fellow man. So Levi, tomorrow, we are going to continue and begin breaking down these Maisim between, starting with, with the, the actions between man and Hashem. L'chaim Yidin, have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.